Welcome to the Mediocre Happy Hour, episode 55, where our New Year's resolution is to be slightly less mediocre, but not actually. Well, it's not actually a good fucking start. (laughs) Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, mediocre, happy, happy hour, hourians, mediocre, happy, mediocre, mediocreers. I don't know. Me, me, something. We don't have a name for our podcast listeners. We need to, we need to think about that, man. We need to work on that. Coin that, coin that phrase. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. The happy. So sorry. You remember that meme I sent you? Yeah. I was just. That's what I was like. I was. I was thinking about that, and I was like, we could call it that. And then I was like, that's a horrible idea. The the Skeletor one that you said. Yeah. Me? <laughs> oh my. And I was like, I was like, wowzers. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No, that's not a good name. We should not call them that. We we appreciate every one of our our three listeners, maybe four. But what if they give me a uh... <laughs> no? <laughs> <clears throat> oh my gosh, we're off to a great start. Great start, everybody. I'm the problem. Uh, it's me. <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. The anti-hero. It, it wouldn't be a a new year without new technical difficulties. So. That's true. Oh man, for our listeners, it was so funny. We were trying to get this this recording going, and I thought I thought I was the problem. And Nick Nick and I were texting, and he's like, "It's me. I'm the problem. It's me." And then then we went on a fun little Taylor Swift uh, text chain, which was so great. Yeah, so great. You were like, I mean, please, it, please take care of the problem swiftly. And I was like, "It'll be a tailor made solution." <laughs> <laughs> and I and I said, "Great," because I've been up since midnights. <laughs> Yeah, we're so uh, dumb. It was so dumb. Perfect timing though, because I we were talking before the podcast started. Like I had just just this week, like two days ago, listened to her new album for the first time, just out of sheer curiosity, because uh, of how flipping popular it is. And man, that anti-hero song is is it's good, man. It's catchy. Like I listened to it a couple times, and I was like, okay, like this is I can see why this is popular. I mean, great lyrics, like really catchy song. You know, she's a super popular artist, great singer. Like it's uh I'm sure the rest of the album is just as good. You know, I only listened to like three or four songs, but like man, it was it was good. Yeah. Yeah. I uh it's it's probably one of her better ones in a while. Yeah, we were t- I, I was uh telling you, um, like I, I just didn't really pay a lot of attention to her besides her main songs because like like we were talking about, she was more country like when she first started and then slowly became more pop. And, and I have gotten a lot more into female like singers, um, you know, just listening to various things and, and stuff like that. My tastes have changed and it's like, you know, I'm just gonna go listen to some of her stuff. And yeah, he I, prefers I, uh he prefers younger <laughs> What? What? Huh? Huh? <laughs> you know Uh, you know know, it's fine it's fine (laughs) dude you know what other artists i was just thinking about that um for me was kind of like taylor swift where like i didn't pay attention for a long time no you jerk (laughs) how dare you we can't start off the new year like this man come on let let's let let's let bygones be bygones just so you know you're still on my phone on on facebook as jimmy sucks globe (laughs) jimmy sucks globe (laughs) Dude, I'm pretty sure Jimmy E. World's going to have a new record this year. They've been releasing a lot of singles. Yeah, well, no, they probably won't because every single they release sucks. You don't think they're going to release a full record? No. Uh, no, you're like, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, can can they just not and stop forcibly raping my ear hole? I'm still shocked that you don't like Bleed American, man. I just don't. I, I, I'm telling I don't. 
I'm telling you, it was just how the, they were described to me. And I had high expectations and I was let down so hard. I was let down so hard. I hit the ground and everything. <laughs> you, like you can't say, oh yeah, they're just like blank. And I'm like, oh no. sweet. So I'll check them out. And then I'm listening to this album. I'm like, this is nothing like blank. What is this trash? Right. And then as much as you want to like it, all that is all that's stuck in your head is what that person like told you mm-hmm. or or just some like dude it, it works both ways like you can either you can either have like a really good memory of a band which i think is how i feel about jimmy e world where like it, it takes me back to like high school and you know the good times in high school and and just whatever all that stuff that time in my life you know but i've had other bands too where it's just like i this just reminds me of like just stuff i don't want to remember <laughs> yeah uh speaking of bands though that do um the Duke, I don't want to say they sound exactly like Blink, but they remind me of Blink. Have you listened to a band called Goalkeeper? I have not, but I know who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, you should listen to them. They're they're very good. They're a three-piece, very similar to Blink, like kind of just like a, I don't want to say new, they just remind me a lot of Blink and very pop punk super catchy uh really really cool band I, i've gotten more into them recently i listened to a little bit of their stuff and then i started listening to to more uh this past week and it's it's good stuff man um they actually have a vinyl available called i wish i met you sooner um hmm. but yeah I'd, I'd highly highly recommend giving them a listen dude uh, i think you'd really like it see you got to be careful how you describe stuff or you're just going to turn me into a hater they sound exactly like blink 182 oh my god and He's, i'm probably going to hate them exactly there's no difference you're gonna put it on and be like this is your i love i miss you and you're like oh this isn't it oh my bad (laughs) (laughs) uh i also um let's see what was this something else i was listening to that was cool that i think you might like uh so have you heard of an artist by the speaking of taylor's have you heard of an artist uh, by the name of taylor acorn nope so she has a single called wishing you hell and that's super flipping catchy too. And I think you'd really, really like that because you tend to like female pop punk vocalists and all that jazz. What's wrong with liking girls, dude? I like girls. Are you I sure? like girls. I've yeah, never I'm met sure. a straight Jimmy E. World fan. I... <laughs> Whatever, dude. I mean, I understand you have a kid. Right. Yes, but... I do. I mean, I've never. I've never met a straight Jimmy. Have, have, have we done a DNA test? Where did you buy this kid from? Walmart? I mean, she got a platinum trophy on Astro's Playroom on her own. Like, the, the proof is there, bro. Bro, you have, like, three platinums. That's it. I have, like, 20, dude. Yeah, but they're all, like, those stupid clickbaity games off the PlayStation Store. Like, my name is Mayo. <laughs> you just tap the mayonnaise container for, like, an hour and get a platinum trophy. Exactly. Have you seen that game? I have. I think they pulled it down. Sony's Sony's uh cracking down on that stuff apparently. Okay. Yeah, there's like three versions of it. They they have that game is popular enough that not, not only is there one sequel, Nicholas, but there is two sequels to that game. Right? You just tap the X button for an hour. <laughs> for an hour. Yeah. And it's just like, okay. I guess that's oh. what we're doing now. Oh man. What have you been uh what have you been listening to, my dude? Uh, let me look. Let me pull up my Spotify. Your Spotify, oh, dude. Did you get your Steam end of the year, uh, like Steam wrapped type thing? No, I did not. Where's that at? I got it in an email. Uh, I'll, oh. I'll see if I can pull it up. 
like which games you were playing or something it like that. It gives you like your yearly review. It's like Steam yearly oh. review. Here, let and me it tells let me... you like like what you played okay. and whatnot. I know we're on music, in. but I was just thinking of Spotify Wrapped, and then I thought about that. Yeah, let me log into that email and. I'm a problem. It's me. It's me. Hello. All right. Let's see. What have I been listening to? I don't know. I've also been listening to a lot of All Time Low. Been on an All Time Low kick recently. You know what, man? I've been listening to a lot of just Blink-182, but like older Blink. Like which album? Uh, so what was what was the one uh, that had a miss you on it? Was it just self-titled? Yes, that was the self-titled. So so that one and uh, a lot of like Enema of the State. Okay, that's a yeah. great record. I've been listening yeah. to that one off and on too. But nothing, nothing new really. Um, I really like that song, "Edging." Their new, their new song. I think it's. Oh, like, is, it, is it growing on you? Yeah, it's great, dude. Nice. It's I thought great. when it first came out, were you on the fence about it, or did you like it right away? No, I liked it right away. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah great. I. I was, I was trying to remember. I, I liked it too. I but I think were we just talking about the fact that other people weren't like huge on it? Of just like kind of the general consensus of the song was like, yeah, it's okay. Like for a, a lot of people were saying that. Well, I, I think a lot of people got used to like the blink with Matt Skiba, because for some kids that is blink, right? They didn't know blink with like Tom. Right. Because That's true. Skiba was part of the band for like what t- almost 10 years, a decade. Yeah, so it's like you kind of grew up with, you yes. kind of grew up with like the Skiba blank, and then you're like, who's this guy? Like, what? Is, what is this? They're going back. Uh, I, I feel like this album is going to bring it back to like the Enema of the State, Dude Ranch kind of vibes, which mm-hmm. I'm all for. Because like, I, I I would say if I'm ranking albums, I would say Enema of the State is probably their number one album. Yeah, Dude, Dude Ranch is probably number two. I really like Dude Ranch. That dude, that dude is Dude Ranch is so good, dude. And then yeah. the, hidden, the hidden track. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really funny that you brought that up. I, I never really thought about that before about people getting into Blink like during the Skiba era, at, and that being like the only Blink that they know. I never thought about that until just now. So like, you because you got to think. I mean, obviously, like critics and stuff are probably old enough to remember the Tom era, but. They regained yeah. popularity with Matt Skiba, and they were more kind of like a pop, pop band, right? Mm-hmm. And I and and I, I feel like edging is is just it's that old school, like late nineties punk. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean. And Tom also got a little fat, but it's okay, Tom. <laughs> a buddy, a buddy of mine <laughs> sent me a a video. Um, I don't remember where the video is from, but it was Travis Barker doing uh double pedals on his drum kit for mm-hmm. one of the new blink songs and it's so crazy. yeah dude so that's gonna be pretty interesting like apparently he's it's like the first time he's done double pedals on a blink song so i'm curious to hear what that song's gonna sound like it's not the first time he's done double pedals on a blink song no no he's he's they, done double pedals a lot okay maybe the the video just made it sound like sound let like me it. let me google before our one yeah band. So I could I could shit. be wrong. I just like I'm just remembering what the title of the video said. It was just like maybe I'm just maybe I just made that part up in my own head. 
I'm just like, because some of those drum beats, even on like that self-titled, there's no way that was single pedal. Yeah. Possibly. I, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. We will, we will find out. I am the darkness. Let's see. I think I already asked you, but did you buy did you buy the Taylor Swift uh vinyl or, or did you no, skip? No, I have I haven't yet, but she like her stuff's not hard to get because she's right. so popular, they just mass produce it. So Right. They're like, oh, the vinyl sold out. No worries, we'll make more. Yeah. Yeah, dude, my tar my local target just got like a ton of midnights in, like a ton of the lavender and like the mahogany version. And I'm just like, holy mm -hmm. cow. Um, yeah, I can't find anything that specifically says how many songs you did. I'm sure you're right, though. With all the music that they've done, like, I find it really hard to believe that that's his, like, first time doing it. Maybe the video is just saying that, like, it had been a while since he's done, like, double pedal on a song or something like that. Um, but maybe yeah. it has been. But I'm sure it's been, I'm sure he's done it before. Like, I'd be shocked if he's never I done mean, double pedal. Can we just on a be honest before. and say Travis Barker is really the only drummer in the drum scene? <laughs> right who's the drummer in your band never mind i don't have to ask it's, it's travis, travis, travis barker like like uh dude he's just everywhere because he started his own label and he's got mm -hmm. tons of dope artists on that label plus he drums for all of them on that label mm -hmm. like and he's drumming for blank like he he's producing music the dude's just crazy <laughs> he's just he's everywhere and he's doing like everything you know Who, who's that uh Famous producer that Blink used to work with all the time uh, for music. Oh, it was um, Tom Lord Algae. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, because he was everywhere for a while. In the late 90s, everything was produced by Tom Lord Algae. Yeah, mo yeah most everything, especially the really, really like popular, popular stuff. stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and now it's like, you see just everywhere, produced by Travis Barker, produced by Travis. And then you got Mark Hoppus doing like guest vocals on everything. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense though. <clears throat> you have to like, you have to like, uh, kind of have the new generation, so to speak, of producers and stuff like that. You know? Yeah, because didn't even didn't Mark Hoppus even guest on a uh, Simple Plans album? Um, or did he produce? He, I think he helped produce. I don't, I don't think he was a guest vocalist. It was Derek. Derek was on a song from Some Forty One, and was that the? I'm I'm trying to remember. You're making me second guess a lot of stuff this morning, man. I think that was the only collaboration on there on the new record. Let me see. Let me see. That yeah. really, dude, I really like that edging video. It's so funny. The video is great. I, I yeah, so well done. It's so funny. When uh Tom's like chilling in the um what do you call it? The little, uh, not care, not carousel, but Ferris wheel. When he's in the Ferris wheel with the rabbit, yeah, and yeah. he's like, he's like, he's like putting his arm around the rabbit, like making out with the rabbit and stuff. And it's just so goofy, man. And then they do like chuck all the knives at the end, and you're like, what am I watching right now? <laughs> and see, and and I think the video has symbolism too, because like the, so it can go both ways, right? Like, because they've always had the like blink rabbit, right? Yeah, as like their, their like um, uh, logo or whatever. Right. And then they took a break for a while, came back with Skiba and kind of like 
really leaned into the rabbit as part of their marketing. Mm-hmm. And and in in this video, they kill all the rabbits. So for me, that's uh, that's them saying, "Hey, like this is gonna be like we're starting over." Yeah, you know, we're this was the what we were, and now we're gonna be something different. They need to embrace. I feel like they need to do that. That's smart though to like set people's expectations of like this is not like the blank that you remember. Like this is this is the same three guys, but it's you know gonna be new, like new blank, and hopefully you guys are still gonna like it, like that kind of a thing. Yeah, I just hope that like Tom doesn't hang out for like three years and then decide he's gonna quit again, right? Right. Hopefully, hopefully he's decided like he's in it, you know, basically for the rest of his like career. And I mean, I still want to hear like more Angels and Airwaves stuff, but I don't understand why he wouldn't be able to do both. You know what I mean? Just just talk to his bandmates and because I mean, like Hoppus has been involved in a lot of stuff as well, and you know he's proved that like you can do do both because he did um what was it, Simple Creatures? Yeah, he was doing simple creatures, and he was still putting out blank uh, yeah. stuff. Yeah, so he's definitely like you know proven that you can do both and and still like remain a member of blank. So I kind of hope that you know the, now that Tom's back, I hope that it's the same thing with him. You know? Yeah. So like he did an interview. Tom did an interview, and he was like he really wanted to focus on uh, the UFO stuff. Oh yeah. For for a while, and you know, he finally got the government to like unclassify a bunch of documents, which I think was his goal. Um, and he said, now that that's done, like he feels like he has the time to uh, to invest. And the reason he left was he just didn't feel like he could put the same energy in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is fair, but because he because he really has a passion for you know aliens and and you know the space stuff and exposing all of that like he's really super passionate about that so that makes sense yeah that's why that's why there's the song aliens exist off of dude ranch aliens exist hey mom there's something in the backyard it's back room is it back room yep i always thought it was backyard it might be backyard hold on let's look up the lyrics i'm probably wrong you might be right. I that's what I remember. You know how your brain remembers lyrics differently from being younger? Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, what was the blink song uh that everybody thinks is one thing and Tom was like, no, it's that's not it at all. What song was uh, that? I don't know. Let's see. This is this is like Blink 82 history right now. Because I'm gonna be like it's my most anticipated album of this year. Like, I can't wait. Yeah, you're right. I mean, the one I found says back room, so you're probably right. Hey, mom. Yeah, something in the back room. I hope it's not that creature from above. <laughs> I don't know why, but the first time I heard that song, I thought it said backyard, and so that's stuck hey, in my head, like, forever. Don't, I, like, don't, challenge, my blink, don't challenge my blink memory. I'm not. Ever. I'm not. I said I could be wrong, and I just made sense to me that a UFO would land in the backyard. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Still, though, <laughs> you used to read me stories as if my life was boring. We all know conspiracies are dumb. All right. Uh, on, that. <laughs> 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 on that note, I love that I note. love that song. I love that song though. Yeah, that one, dude. That uh, that one, and uh, what's the uh, dysentery Gary <laughs> off of that album is really good too. This is funny hearing you say that. That's the name of the song. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, I like the nananas. I'm in it for the. I'm in it for the nananas, dude. I'm gonna be so moist this year with all the nananas coming. Like <laughs> all the nananas coming. Do they have a? Do they have an official release date? For the they don't. But they said sometime in the first half 
Um, and then remember, some forty one is supposed to be doing that double album. Yep, I and, do remember that. And so that should be coming. What else is announced for this next year? Um, there's the new Newfound Glory, uh, the acoustic. Oh yeah, that's the, that's the on new the Newfound Glory. Uh, their there's... new Z- the new Zebrahead single got announced. Um, for oh that EP um, that EP comes out in like February. Yeah, the next single comes out in like five days. Yep. Oh, uh, that one's called like Middle Seat, uh, Middle Seat something. It's so I'm not listening to them because the last time they released them all as singles, I listened to them all. So then when the EP came out, I was like, eh. you're you're like I'm sad now because I've heard everything on this. Yeah, yeah, I feel you, dude. Let's see. Oh, uh, what else is coming? I thought there was something else coming out that was that was big. Um, can't remember right now. If I think of it, I'll I'll chime in and. And be like, oh yeah, it's this. It's this. It's this. I'm but those are those are the big me. ones. Uh, Metallica's got a new record coming out this year in April. Yeah, but how good is that going to be? And those guys are fucking assholes. <laughs> like seriously, they're assholes. The way the way that they did like their business and stuff when the streaming services first started and all that jazz. Yeah, and just like like attacking people for sharing their music it's like people they just want more people to hear you like that'll help right. you in the long run motherfucker you're worried about 10 cents on a dollar like i think they eventually embraced it but it, it's like it's like you have to under you have to like kind of take a step back and see like how thing how things are going right and be like okay like everything in the world now pretty much is like subscription or streaming and everything is shared that way so you either kind of embrace that or you you miss out. If you're like, no, 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 we're only going to sell our stuff on CD. It's like, okay, good luck getting anybody to listen to it. You know, because if I, mean? I remember right, uh, they te- they were teaming up with the DCMA when that stuff all first started. Oh yeah, yeah, they didn't like. From what I remember, it was their their drummer mainly who didn't want anything on on a you know apple music or spotify or whatever and if you if you search metallica and i think acdc was this way for a while too but like if you search metallica you would only get like tribute bands and maybe like you'd get like one or two you can never find their like actual music because they wanted you to go buy their physical I mean, to be music. fair yeah. taylor swift was the same way mm-hmm. dude um, it still blows my mind like i know we've already talked about taylor like but dude the fact that she broke like I didn't even Spot- know Spotify. Spotify. I, I didn't even know Spotify could break, dude. The fact that so many people were waiting at midnight to stream her album, like the second it released, and it broke that music service, like that's crazy. Because I mean, can you imagine how many servers they have to have to support, you know, the millions of listeners across the globe just streaming at any given time? That's and for that to see, that's why like, you gotta have premium and you hit pre-save so that it auto-downloads. And then yeah. the, the second it becomes available, you can actually play the files on your computer. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and then, and then of course her concert ticket, uh, you know, that like that broke everything too. It's just like, Taylor, like quit breaking things. You're breaking, you're breaking everything, Taylor. You're breaking my heart, Taylor. Breaking my heart, Taylor. I'm going to shake it off. I'm going to shake it off. It doesn't hurt. Oh man. I kind of want to buy her vinyl though. I'm not going to lie. Cause I, I like, I've listened to enough of it that I think I would enjoy the whole thing. And I'm like, should I just buy the vinyl and you know, listen to it, uh, for, like kind of front to front to back and experience the whole thing, you know, without, yeah. And, he, and yeah. even if it's not your favorite album ever, you like enough of it that, you know, probably a worthwhile purchase. I'll just listen to anti-hero 17 mm. times in a row. Yeah. It's me. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, freaking Alex Melton's new album comes out soon. 
Yes, it does. And we got the we got the vinyl for that. Got the vinyl for that, guys. Yeah, dude, I got I have quite a few vinyls on the way. I've definitely pre-ordered stuff that comes out like all the way through April of this year, March and April. I have the new August Burns Red uh, pre-ordered. Um, I just ordered something that comes out in April. I don't remember. I got too many stuff. I, too many things I pre-ordered, man. Too many. Too many. Too many. That's why you stayed home last night because you had no money to go out. That's right. I'm poor. Dude, it was such a sad New Year's Eve story. Like, I just, uh, yeah, I was fine, but like, I, I was seriously like struggling to stay awake at like eleven thirty, and I was kind of just dozing in and out on the couch. And I remember like waking up and looking at my phone, and it was like eleven fifty-five or whatever. And I like bet, lay back down for a second, like got back up. I'm like, oh, it's midnight. Like, that's cool. I'm like, okay, now it's time for bed. <laughs> uh, you didn't hang out with uh, Amber or anything? Oh, we hung out earlier in the day. Um, made some super spicy chili. That was actually it was like perfectly spicy. It wasn't super spicy, but made some really good chili with uh, elk meat that one of my clients gave me. Super good because she had never had elk before. So we had some elk Ooh. meat, mixed a little bit of burger meat in there as well. Um, veggies, all that good stuff. Many different kinds of beans and these uh, the pequin chilies. You ever had those pequin chilies in anything? Uh, yeah. Those are super good. They're like kind of citrusy, a little bit of a citrusy flavor, but they're like super, super hot. So we mix like half a bag of those into the chili and it was good, man. It was spicy. Spicy. Mm -hmm. It's There's nothing wrong with having a quiet New Year's, man. Like if I hadn't gone to the uh, the New Year's Eve party that our neighbors hosted, mm -hmm. uh, I probably would have been asleep before midnight too. You mean if you hadn't been the New Year's Eve party that everybody wanted to come to? <laughs> Uh, I mean, so there wasn't a whole lot of us there. They, it was kind of small, um, oh. like in terms of people who were actually at the party. It wasn't until we we literally made it daylight outside that uh, everybody else showed up. <laughs> Not nice. You you uh, you want to you, you want to explain to the listeners how many uh, how many fireworks you had? <laughs> uh, we so I'm in Europe and and fireworks aren't illegal. Um, and actually in Germany, you can only, they sell fireworks for two days a year. So they, they sell them on the 29th, um, and the 30th, right? So there's only two days that you can buy them and you can only shoot them off the 31st and the first. Oh, wow. I didn't actually know that it was legal. That's cool. Yeah, it's legal. Um, and they're super cheap. So, and they're not like chintzy, like Walmart fireworks either. These are like professional grade bottle rockets and fountains and all kinds of stuff. Cool. Uh, yeah so um we all like so i live in kind of like a not townhouse but like a row home type deal where the yeah. houses are built up vertically and they're in a row yeah um and so in our row there's three and they were like yeah we're gonna have a new year's eve party we're gonna show off fireworks so we all decided to go in and and buy fireworks for the fireworks display and that's uh, so cool we we ended up having over 1500 bottle rockets like uh 12 of these like huge fountains i think the the finale fountain was my fountain which had 208 bottle rockets in it <laughs> that's incredible dude yeah that's, so we had, so we had we had 1500 uh individual bottle rockets that we also launched yeah you said you shot fireworks off for like an hour straight yeah it was it was it was pretty epic there was other people shooting them off but i think people stopped once they just saw the incessant barrage because we were we were launching like four or five bottle rockets at a time oh my gosh yeah you know and then we had fountains go in and oh it was great 
that sounds so fun. It's so interesting to me that like that uh, just how different things are. Like obviously fireworks like here last night would have not been legal like really anywhere, you know, unless you like go to a fireworks display. So that's really interesting that in Germany it's it's just Dude, different, you know. And like our so we're pretty close together, right? Mm-hmm. Like all the houses and stuff, but we we're launching them out of our backyard. Like that's crazy. Yeah. And and they they sell them and just let you do it. So obviously if they sell them, they're like totally okay with you doing that. Yeah, yeah. There's there's no there's no laws against it. Um, that's crazy. And then, but yeah, like everybody lined up on the street to just watch. And then when we were done, like everybody started clapping. <laughs> They're like, like, yeah. And I'm in the back just drinking whiskey and lighting bottle rockets. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> you're you're like that. You were like basically the fire marshal, is what I what I hear you saying. Uh, yeah, pretty much. You know. And then we we I made a prime rib, so everybody was eating on some prime rib, and yeah. That sounds night. amazing, dude. But if I hadn't been a part of that, I would have been in bed by like 10.30. <laughs> right. <laughs> dude, even my two-year-old stayed up. Really? Yeah, dude, she was up. And then uh, like after the fireworks and stuff were over, we stayed for about another hour and a half. So it was like 2.30 in the morning before we went home. And my uh-huh. oldest my oldest daughter was babysitting my two-year-old. And I figured we'd come home and she'd be asleep, but she was still awake. I was like, yo. <laughs> so I... Like I just grabbed her and I was like, "We're going to bed." My wife's like, "She's not asleep yet," and all I had to do was lay her in her bed, and she was out. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, and then I fell asleep, and then we didn't get up until like eleven o'clock today. Oh man, that sounds great, yeah. But that's it's so it's so weird talking to you with the time change because you're like we didn't get up till eleven o'clock today and like here at my house right now it's seven thirty in the morning and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" I'm yeah. like, "Oh yeah, you're 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 ahead of me right now." Huh. Yeah, it's uh, it's um, it was fun, man. It's definitely an experience. Next year, and the fireworks are cheap. I only spent like 117 bucks. Uh, That's not bad. No, and I think I had like, I had like, 130 bottle rockets and four fountains. Yeah, that's not bad at all. I mean, if you go no. to if you go to a fireworks stand on the Fourth of July in the states, and ten dollars a bottle like, rocket. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Or you buy like one of those finale kind of boxes and they're like 30 40 50 60 a piece i mean it's the cost of a video game like you're gonna go spend 60 bucks and go light this on fire and never see that money again here you go yeah here you go here you go uh, it was, oh, dude man. it was it was so great like i'm so tempted I, I want you to come out to germany for new year's next year that'd be fun dude that'd be amazing. like like just come out you know because we're gonna do the same thing and right. uh and just yeah just like have a good freaking new year's bring lily right you know Come out, she, drink some german german beverages some german beer garden yeah oh yeah dude the beer was plentiful my neighbor uh he had like five or six crates of beer crates <laughs> well because that's how you buy them here oh, they come crazy. in like a milk crate oh my gosh and there's slots for individual bottles and there's uh i think there's 18 bottles in a crate and it costs you like seven bucks Oh, and they're not smokes. 12 ounce bottles either. They're they're pints. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. See, I need to come visit. I need to come experience this, man. Like I know you're not a big drinker, but like uh you know, you don't have to come out here just to drink either, but just to experience like the culture. What'd you go to Germany for? Just to drink. That's it. Like no, I do. I do want to. I do want to experience it because just all the differences that you talk about about Germany, it just makes me. As soon as we want to go, you know, go check it out because it's. It's just. It is different, you know. But just the way you've described, like the shops and the markets and how they do things, and just the. I want to experience the food and the beverages and all that stuff. You know, it just sounds fun. 
Yeah, it's the only place you'll go where a glass of water costs you five dollars and a beer is a dollar fifty. I'm serious. Amazing. You yeah. like if you go to a restaurant and you say I'll have a water, think you're going to save money, it, you'll pay five dollars for it. Oh, that's crazy. I would not have guessed that. Because we'll go out to eat and I'll be sitting there, I'll have like two or three beers and we'll look at the receipt. And my wife is like, I had two waters and you paid like $4 for three beers. I was like, yeah, you paid $10 for two waters. How does that make you feel? Wow. That's crazy. So they don't give you water for free at restaurants. Nope. And and then you have to specify because uh, it's if you just say water, you're going to get sparkling water. So you have to oh. ask for, you have to ask for still, you have to ask for still water. And they still charge you for still water. Mm-hmm. You still get charged for still water still. Yeah, but so uh, restaurants don't serve. It's not tap. They It's all bottled. So yeah. You're, you're paying for the bottled water. Gotcha. Is the tap water like not good in Germany? No, you, you can drink it. It's just got a lot of calcium uh, and mineral in it. Mm. So so they they just don't, you know. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Crazy, dude. But yeah, I, we, we should we should plan uh, we should plan a trip this year. That'd be a good time, dude. It would be. And there's like got, no no restrictions got, anymore for COVID and, and stuff. So we got all year, man. It's January first, New Year, bro. January first. Oh, it's me. <laughs> nobody likes you when you're 2023. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh Christmas and, and New Year's are the big holidays here in Germany. That's awesome. Well, it's kind of it's nice to have those holidays. Uh, I'm I'm definitely a little thankful that uh, that stuff is is done for now because you know it's just a lot. Christmas, New Year's. It's nice to be in the new year because now I know what time it is. I feel like that time between Christmas and New Year, where just time and space doesn't exist. You're like, what? Where am I? What year is this? You know, it's like I I like that. I'm like, okay, it's January. Like we're good. Let's go. <laughs> I'm still gonna write 2022 for like at least two weeks. <laughs> Oh yeah, you have to. You have like, to. Hundred percent. Filling out stuff for paperwork. It's yeah. I, I like, oh, I can't believe I did that. And then you know, and then you're gonna blink, and everybody's gonna be like, "Man, 2023 is flying by. I can't believe it." Yeah. Well, I was talking to my wife. Like, we only have a year and a half left in Germany. That's it. That's crazy. And you've yeah. already been there for a while. Yeah, yeah. We got here in 2020, and then I extended to stay. Yeah. So. That's crazy. Well, I hope it'll, I hope it's going to be a good year, man. We're going to, we're going to keep doing the podcast and try some, try some new things this year. Like we've talked about, hopefully do some uh, video game streaming with video possibly oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. do, do we, that we discord we were talking about. I think that'd be kind of fun. I think it'd be it's, really fun to stream a game. It's so easy to set up a discord. Like, I don't know why you just haven't done it yet, but like, it's also really easy to stream. Like we could just get on YouTube or Twitch and have our, our cameras and just be like, we're going to play this game. You know, <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. It's me. Literally. I'm the problem. <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. Don't you, you need a capture card too, right? Uh, no, I have one. You do. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I have, That's awesome. I, dude. I have everything I need essentially. I have everything I need, but we you, don't, you don't even need a capture card unless you're trying to go through and edit video, you know? So when you talk about streaming, all you're doing is taking the feed from your monitor and putting it up on a website. Right. That doesn't require a capture card. Right. So we wouldn't have to capture the stream. We could literally just stream. Yeah. It, the only reason you would capture is if you want to go back and edit and maybe do like clips or something like that. Dude, it might be fun to get this set up. We could do some practice streams before, but like doing uh, doing a stream of Diablo 4, that could be fun. Oh, yeah, dude. 
you know, streaming the whole game, like just, you know, just having a stream, just playing. And then during the stream talking about, you know, the podcast and just, just hanging out and hopefully people from the podcast that listen can come join. Like that'd be really rad. Cause isn't it like up to, can you do up to four players on that game? I'm not sure, but that'd be, that would be a fun one to stream though. Yes. That, Cause that I feel like those be kind fun. of games, you know, are cool like that. Cause you could, you know, clear an area, kill some enemies, like look at the chat or whatever, like equip your character, continue on, you know, you're not like constantly like engaged. Like you got times where you can stop a little bit and it's just kind of a fun game to watch. I feel like too. Right. So that's, that's at least my opinion. Like I've always enjoyed watching just Diablo and games like that. Cause it's, it's just, I don't know. There's something about it. It's just chill. Did you, uh, this is kind of off topic. Um, but I don't know why I just thought about it. Have you ever seen the movie Knives Out? Yes, the original. Did you like it? I did. It was it was different than I thought it was going to be, but I liked it. Did you see that they have the sequel out on Netflix? I, I did. Uh, my parents watched it. They said they, it's they good, liked dude. it. It's, it's Is so it good? good? Yeah. <laughs> nice. It's so good. And the third one's already in development. Okay. And, and isn't apparently... Da- isn't Dave Bautista in the sequel? Yeah, Dave Bautista's in it. Uh, and then of course you've got Daniel Craig, yeah, uh, reprising his role, yeah. and uh, and well, I guess Netflix bought the rights to Knives Out like completely. What the Knives Out brand, yeah. So <laughs> so like all the Knives Out movies are going to come straight to Netflix. But like I would have paid money to go see that sequel, like. You know? Yeah, dude. There, there's no shortage of good movies on these streaming services. I got uh, I got HBO Max for like two dollars a month for the next three months. I bought like the Black Friday deal on that. Oh, watched a, yeah, it was super good deal because it's like fifteen bucks a month usually. Um, watched Black Adam, which I thought was pretty rad. Like I, I did enjoy that movie a lot. Just a solid superhero movie. Uh, what did I watch the other night? And there's so many good things on there. That it new Disney movie, Strange World, is on Disney Plus. Uh, Lily and I watched that together, so that, that oh, was pretty I've decent. Watched that movie like forty-five times because that's all Anna wants to watch right now. Oh yeah, does she like the little splat character? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm in that movie too, and they introduce that character, and there's that like guy on the ship, and he's like, "I'm gonna merchandise you." I was like, "Oh my gosh, like, really?" <laughs> I like, he the, said he says that in the movie. The the movie the movie is pretty cool though. Like the concept of it that their their world is on the back of this sea turtle, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, it was it was pretty uh pretty unique. And like they have like the trading card game inside inside the movie, like similar to Pokemon, you know? Yeah. Like, it, trying I, to collect I all the characters. Didn't like the end because I don't feel like they closed the loop. I agree. The end felt kind of weak. It was just like it's like cool. Um, we don't live the way we used to. And now we're just gonna figure it out, and then they're just kind of like, bye. Yeah, they don't tell you what they got to replace their power source. Are they just gonna go back to like living by candlelight? You know, yeah. like how do all their ships work? Because they were all powered by the uh, the what is it called? Pan Pando. Oh yeah, I was gonna say Pondo, but I think it's called Pando. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like, and they never. <clears throat> he never said what caused the pando, which was like the infection infecting the turtle. Yeah, like, like so many questions. I just it, and it just kind of ends. I'm just like, oh, write a formally worded letter to Disney and be like, I have I have questions about this. Excuse me. Yeah. Oh man, it, it was pretty decent though. I watched that with Lily over uh, over Christmas break and good time, man. And almost time for all the kids to go back to school. Yeah, I got to go back to work on Tuesday. It's a bummer. But, but until then, you got you got games to play, bro. I do, uh, except for 
tonight is going to be mostly football related because we're getting into like playoff scenario. Nice. Stuff. My team's already in the playoffs, but they're trying to clinch the number one spot. And uh, they, I need the Eagles to lose and their star quarterback is out. Okay. So there's a good chance they'll lose. And then even if they win their next game, if he comes back, uh, my team owns the tiebreaker. So we get the number one seed. As long That's as we cool. can win tonight and next week. So you're going to be watching some football tonight. Yeah. Remember that one time where we were podcasting and I was watching football at the same time? I think so. Yeah. There's like a game you really, really wanted to watch. And so we were like chatting and then every once in a while I'd be like, Nick. And you're like, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. That's cool though, man. You should, you should soak it up. Enjoy it while you got the time, you know? Yeah. I, I don't get really busy at work again until the end of the month anyway. So my job is the polar opposite, man. For the first time in like a long time, my job is actually slowed down. And that's not saying I'm not like slowed down a lot. Like I'm only like a week out for new appointments right now when it's been like two weeks for the past two years. So I actually have like availability next week where I could schedule people. And I'm like, this is what is going on right now. Um, but it, but in a good way, you know, it's just like, this is weird to finally have like just a moment of like, not just absolute wall to wall people like day after day after day. Right. So, so that's kind of nice, but I've had time to play quite a bit of games, dude. And, uh, I've been talking to you about the main one that I've been playing, which I know you played a bit too, but, but I played it now so I, I can talk about it more, but I've been, I've been neck deep in that final fantasy crisis score, dude. Uh, how far are you now? Uh, I'm still, so I just finished chapter four. I'm at the start of chapter five, but I've really been taking my time and enjoying it and doing everything. So I know I'm not super far like chapter wise, but I've been doing all the missions and they become available. Leveling I have a question. Up. Yeah. So uh, I, th- I think it's chapter three uh-huh. when, when you're, when the building gets attacked. Yeah. Did you get the trophy for saving everybody? I did. Where was I, dude, I went through that whole floor because you only stop on that one floor, right? Yeah, you stop on the one floor and then you go down to like the main street level. Yep, and so there's the two people on the street level that are really hard. okay. Yeah, did you get them? No. Okay, did you get the three people on the main floor? Uh, The three people when the elevator stops? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, so you got to get the three of them. And then when you go down to the ground level, there's two people, like one to the left and one to the right, as soon as you go down like Loveless Street in the game. And oh, they're okay. they're they're almost impossible to miss because they're just like literally, you turn right and you see the person being attacked and you so, turn left and you see the other person being attacked. Oh, I, I guess I just followed the marker because um, yeah. if you just walk straight forward, it just continues. And I didn't know that there's people to save. Co- um, correct yeah if, if you didn't stop and like turn the camera you wouldn't see it and honestly i only knew about it because like I, I i i mean i'll be honest like i looked up a trophy guide for the game because i know there's like a ton of missable trophies and i'm like well as i'm playing through it i want to be on the lookout for these ones that are missable and and get them so i've been saving before like every chapter so i can go back and get the ones i missed because i just think it'd be a cool game to 100 and a lot of the trophies aren't hard just you have to know like right. what to what to do and like literally if you don't do one thing you miss the trophy and you have to replay the whole chapter or the whole game right and then uh dude i've missed a ton because like uh mm-hmm. i think it's chapter three maybe it's chapter two when you go to angel's house is it chapter two? Oh, uh, that's chapter two yeah and you have to pick up all those items i missed oh, yeah, one yeah. apparently 
Yep, you have to pick up all those items. There's another trophy for like slashing, uh, slashing uh, all, all the missiles, the, all yeah. the missiles. Yeah, without missing a single one. Yeah. Um, the hardest one for me, I didn't have a hard time with the mini games, but the the part where you're with Aerith in the market there's a lot of missable trophies like you have to do a ton of stuff to get her to like you to like raise her your affection with her and then you have to like play all the mini games in the market win all the mini games in the market like every one of those has a trophy and then there's an, an additional and I did trophy none of those things because i didn't know i was just like why am i still in this market like, right like, i'm gonna get, get out of here what's going on <clears throat> yeah. but like some of them are easy like the one where you collect materia that one was a little challenging you have to get like 20 materia in like 13 seconds it's like scattered all around the floor and then um there's another one where you have to mix perfume and you just basically have to do like quick math in your head so she'll be like you have to put 29 drops of oil in this perfume and it, when you hear like one drop that's one drop of oil when you hear like splash splash that's two if you hear like a big splash that's 10 so and they happen really quickly so it's like splash 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 so you're, you're quickly like uh, okay that's 12 and you have to stop it at exactly the right number it's it's weird <laughs> yeah but yeah but, just some weird trophies but like it's kind of fun it's just it's it's a very odd game in the sense that almost every trophy in the game is missable besides just the ones that you get for beating each chapter right and like do your first battle like those kind of things you know yeah com I, I know there's trophies for completing all of the missions there's like four because it's like 25 percent, 50 75 percent, and 100 percent. yep and i've been playing a lot of the missions and they uh they're fun and <clears throat> they're fun they definitely level you up and it's worth doing but like but the guys telling... missions too yep because you have to like talk to this character to unlock that mission or, and all that like, crazy stuff you know finding the the tornberry in that one mission but i think you can go back and replay missions you can. You can replay missions. I don't know if it's possible to get a mission if you've missed talking to somebody. Like, I, I might have missed that. I'm not really sure. I've just been trying to save, like, at the beginning of every chapter or somewhat frequently. So if it's like, oh, you need to talk to this person in this chapter, like, maybe I can go back and get it, you know? Right, yeah. But yeah, it's fun. I really, really enjoy the game. I really like the combat. I like the uh, the randomness of the the DMW wheel that rolls, like, whenever you're fighting. That's really cool. Um. I just think it's, I like Zach as a character. I think he's really fun, like really fun character, really funny, especially with Aerith. He's like, thanks for saving me. Like as your reward, I'm going to take you out on a date. <laughs> She's right. like, I'm yeah. good, bro. <laughs> I'm good. No, yeah. thank you. And and at the end of every uh, mission, you get to hear the classic, like, da 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 It's so good. And he's like spinning his sword around. I'm like, ah, I love Final Fantasy VII, dude. That whole universe is just phenomenal. Yeah, I, I haven't played a ton of that uh, lately. Kind of stopped, kind of got in a spot where I'm struggling to get through some of these missions, but I know I need to do them. Um, yeah, no, there's some missions that are, are hard for sure. Like I'll look at a mission and if it's four, if it's like five stars, maybe six, I'm like, maybe I can do it. But some of the six star missions, uh, if, I, if I'm not careful, like I can get one shotted, you know. What, so what level like, are you right now? I think I just hit like 32 recently. Oh, Jesus, dude. I'm like at the end of chapter four where you're at and I'm like level 23. So you oh, you, you have uh, done way more missions than me, I bet. <clears throat> well, yeah, I think I was telling you, like I haven't done any any tricks or hacks or anything to level up, but like I'll play I'll play for like an hour or two and not level up a single time. And then I'll play um, like the next time I play, I'll do like you'll level mission. up like four times in one. Yeah, exactly. Like In one battle, it's like level up next battle level up. And I'm like, OK, I guess I'm level 35 now, you know? Yeah, so there's an experience counter that you can't see, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the more experience you get without getting your D cause your levels are tied to the DMV. So the more experience, it's just going to keep accruing until you level up. Um, and the more experience you accrue, uh, is the more likely it adds like a likelihood of it actually spinning over to, um, the level up slot or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so if you had a bunch of bank experience, uh, you know, you, you have a high propensity for like the next 20 minutes to level up multiple times. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. The, the whole system of the, the thing is just, I've never played another final fantasy game like it. I'm so used to having my experience levels or the bars, or you can see how much experience you have, or they tell you, tell you at the end of every battle. And I, I I like that part of the game because they, they just don't really give you a things to think about that you don't really need to be thinking about it's just like uh, put those abilities on you want put the equipment on you want you know use this to battle and kind of figure out what you like and level up your materia and things like that but i like that you know the leveling up and a lot of that stuff is just like oh we'll do that for you don't worry about it yeah but so it's, it's pretty game. cool and it was only like 49 bucks dude it's fantastic like i've always wanted to play it i i, I came so close to buying a psp so many times just to play that game like especially so I, when it was like uh dying and they were trying to get rid of them uh, yeah ex- exactly i'm like maybe i should buy it now and play it um, <laughs> you can get a psp for like 50 bucks <laughs> i vividly remember you giving me your psp to to try this a game and you're like dude you gotta you gotta play this for a minute and i played like a mission or something and i was just like oh this is so cool like i want this game so bad and then later on i really wanted um the metal gear game that came out for psp metal gear acid I think so. That was the or, one. Or, one right? uh, no, no, no. Uh, so they had Metal Gear Acid, which was the card-based one. And then they had Metal Gear Peace Walker. That's what it was, Peace Walker. Peace yeah. Walker is great too. But the control yeah. scheme for Peace Walker is still garbage. <laughs> Peace Walker was the one that like, I, I think I pre-ordered. I remember pre-ordering a PSP at GameStop. There was a special edition with Peace Walker. And then as the pre-order date came closer, I canceled it because I didn't have enough, like I just didn't have enough money to buy it. And it was one of those, like, I'm going to pre-order this. And then the time came to buy it. And I'm like, I don't have $200 right now. Like one of those yeah. situations. This, this was a cool um, idea, but I can't. Yeah, exactly. So I was just like, I, I had pre-buyer's remorse and I was just like, uh, I'm sorry, I got to cancel my pre-order and I just never got one. And eventually I got a Vita, but none of those games were on Vita, you know? You know, like I'm surprised pre-orders are still a thing. Like I understand pre-ordering collector's editions, right? Yeah. But like, why would you pre-order a regular edition? Mm, and people, good, and people still point. do it. Like I, I know, I know personally people who still will like go pre-order just the base version. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, I'll just make right. sure I have a copy. They're not going to run out, bro. <laughs> oh, I know. In the in the in the digital, dude. I had not with Ragnarok, but with the original God of War 2018. I had like a nightmare scenario with pre-ordering that game. Like I, I pre-ordered it at Best Buy where I work, and I just like I don't know what it was. I went to get it, and they they wouldn't like give me the game because the information on the order wasn't right, and just this whole thing. And it was just really silly. And it's like I like I work here. Like can I just leave with the game? And I I remember getting frustrated to the point where I just went home and bought the deluxe edition digitally on my PS4 and just re, and just canceled my pre-order or like returned the game. You know, right? And <laughs> because and- it's just like that. It, why get frustrated and like worry about when you're gonna get it, if you're gonna get a copy when you can literally just sit at home and be like purchase you know deluxe edition pre-download and then it literally the second the game comes out like you're you're good to go you have it yeah well so like i used to buy like a lot of collector's editions and stuff and i don't now mostly because one 
they're expensive and I have a, a big family that I got to take care of. Uh, and two, they take up space. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. that, that <laughs> space becomes a premium. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like the last collector's edition I bought was the Destiny Witch Queen, but that's just because that was dope. And then... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and you and you. Uh, I mean, that's one of those games where you usually buy the collector's edition, and you have so many, you're just kind of keeping that going, which is pretty rad. Right. Um, but the one game where I tried to buy the collector's edition, uh, and just made me never buy an, another physical disc was Call of Duty Modern Warfare. What came in the collector's edition of that? Night Vision goggles. <laughs> oh, that that was the Night Vision one. I yeah, remember yeah. that collector's edition. So so like super dope. Uh, Super excited for it. Went to the, you know, early release, which was the day before the game came out, right? Or whatever. Because uh-huh. the game went live at like 10 p.m. Sure. So I go to GameStop at like 7 when they open the doors to let us uh, get them. Because I think this was like still COVID. Yeah. Time. Or right before COVID. I don't know. Yeah, right before COVID. Right before COVID times. Because that was 2019, right? Uh, Sounds about right. Yeah. So that sounds right. So I get home. I'm like, dope. I got the disc. Everything should just install from the disc. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I like the the game is installing, and it says 200 gigabytes remaining. And all yeah. that was on the disc was the license. That's ridiculous. So in, instead of pre-ordering digitally, where I could have pre-installed, I had to wait to get a disc. And I couldn't even play it like on launch. Yep. Cause it was gonna be too late. Like the game was gonna finish downloading at like 2 a.m. And I was like, I'm never, I'm never buying a physical game again. You're you're not even putting the game on the disc, you're just putting a license. Like Yeah, it's a it's a weird time, man. Even even with uh even with Ragnarok, you know, like you you buy the collector's edition, you get the steel book, you open the steel book, and you have a a digital, you know, digital code. And I'm just like this is weird. Well, and and a lot of companies now are have started including collector's editions that don't come with the game because they know like hey, this guy can pre-order it digitally, right? Yeah. Um so they can pre-install and then we'll just ship you the um the collectible goods. Cuz I, I think that's what happened with Witch Queen was I ordered the one that didn't come with the base game. Cuz I I pre-ordered it digitally. And, and there's a price difference, right? Like they take the price of the game off of the collector's edition. But yeah, you know, so weird. So weird. Yep. There's no reason to own a disc anymore. Not really. I mean, I've got a whole box of PS4 games I need to trade in or sell or something, you know, because nah, at the just time, keep it's them, just man. Like, preservation. Yeah. Do what? Just keep them because you never know. Like, yeah, uh, you might get a PS4 again someday, and or whatever. Maybe you have another kid, and you're like, check out what games look like ten years ago, or right, years like ago. like wishing that I would have kept my Nintendo 64 stuff, like same kind of scenario. Right, because you never know if that stuff's gonna be worth money. That's true. It might not be, but if it is, and you got rid of it, you're gonna feel like an idiot. That's true. Good point. I don't know. Video game stuff's weird. It it tends to go up in value. Pretty crazy. That's true. It does, man. Because like, if you look, because uh, I'm looking at replacing some of my older consoles that I don't have anymore, and yeah, like I'm about to go spend, you know, two hundred dollars on a GameCube in 2023. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even think the GameCube cost two hundred dollars when it came out. <laughs> I don't remember what the 
I think it was like one forty nine. That sounds right. Let's see. It might have been one ninety nine when it was brand new. That was a great console. Yeah, I had a GameCube. I had a Dreamcast too. Uh, two hundred on May twenty first, two thousand. Yeah, the console's launch price was one ninety nine, a hundred dollars lower so than I'm that allowed to go pay, pay for a used GameCube. Mm-hmm. What it cost new when it came out, like that's wild. But also, I'm gonna make sure I get the box and all that stuff. <laughs> yep. And dude, the GameCube, what a, what a crazy console! It's it's got that little handle on the back of it, that derpy little handle. <laughs> yeah, so you can carry it to your friend's house. Yeah, exactly. The Metro, the Metroid, that kid, that console had so many good games, man. Smash Brothers, Metroid, like just banger after banger on that console. Resident Evil Four. Oh uh, yeah, Resident Evil. Metal, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. Right. It uh, wasn't at the time. Wasn't that the best version of Resident Evil Four too? Like graphically, uh, performance, like everything, but especially graphics. I remember a buddy of mine came in where I was working with a copy of that game. It was like, dude, look what I just got. And it was the GameCube version of Resident Evil Four. Yeah, and it was like the, the best way to play. Yeah, because the graphics were just like outstanding compared to the other consoles that it was on. Like at that time, I think it was only on PlayStation at that time. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, and now and now we're. Now we're about to have um, the remake. The remake, yeah. To check check it out again. Experience a whole new world. Well, dude, it looks like a flat out remake too. Because that, if you did, you watch the trailer. Oh yeah. Or the gameplay uh, demo where it's like the beginning vi- village sequence. Uh huh. And it's completely different. Yeah, you know, it's literally a literally re- different. Yes. I guess remaster is technically the right word, but yeah, it, it's a completely reimagined, redone, whatever yeah. you want to call it. It's, it, it's yeah, it's not like this half-assed uh, remake when they call like Last of Us Part One remake, mm-hmm. right? And they didn't change anything; they just upresed everything. That's not a remake. Like you know, Final Fantasy yeah. Seven is a remake. Resident Evil Four is a remake. Yep. So. No, it's it's a it's a legit like actual remake of the game, and and they picked a really really good version of it as well. I mean, a good a good game to remake, you know, because they could have remade. I know they've done like the Resident Evil two and three. Um, but there's a lot of them they could have remade. Like five has a lot of popularity, but I think four was the right call. Well, I mean, I think they're going in order because they did Resident Evil one, then they mm-hmm. did Resident Evil two, then they did three. Now they're on four, so I bet you you get a five remake. I wouldn't doubt it. That's true. I mean, five is not really a Resident Evil game. It's like a co-op shooter, right? But you get a punch a boulder at the end of it, so yeah, you do. So um, worth it. And then they should probably just stop at five. It pretends six doesn't exist. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, seven and eight are well received. So exactly. Yeah, six was a bit of an odd one, man. I really wanted to like that game. I played through that with uh, with Stephanie um, when she's in California. We played like online together, and I, it was okay. But man, parts of that game were rough, dude. Yeah, parts of that game were rough, rough. Oh, yeah, man. so many games coming out, especially in the yeah. first half. You got Dead Space remake in like a week, and then oh, yeah. you got Resident Evil Four in like four weeks after that. Uh, and then you have all the unannounced uh, dates from Microsoft for Redfall, Starfield, Forza, uh, Hellblade, and one. Wow, there was one more. I don't know. And then you got Diablo Four in June. 
There was another one. Oh, you got The Last of Us coming to PC, which I'll pick up. Sure. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 in June. Oof. Crazy. There's probably going to be three more Pokemon games this year. At least. Yep, I know they're. I know for sure it's not game related, but I know they're doing the uh, Scarlet and Violet Pokemon card releases. I know that those start. There's some boxes already out there, but I think those officially start in like January or February. Um, yeah. I think I remember hearing it was February, like where they're going to start all the boxes that you could buy for Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. So that'll be pretty cool. Yeah, there's a lot, man. I need to play. I already told you I need to play the Forspoken demo. Uh, I downloaded it. I just I'm curious. I want to try it for myself and see if I if I like it because that game's supposed to come out. I think the end of January as well. Yeah, it's uh it's so weird that the demo is only available on PlayStation because Forspoken's coming out on PC day and date. Yeah, I checked the Steam store just to like double check when I saw that it was advertised on PlayStation, uh, and I was like, "Well, is it on Steam?" It's like, "Yeah, you can buy it on Steam, but you can't play the demo." I'm like what? Yeah, it's uh yeah, it's weird, but I don't know, it looks it looks pretty cool. I don't know much about it. Um I've seen a little bit of gameplay. Uh I don't know. I'm just I'm going to try it out, see if I, you know, see what I think January 24th, but I really 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 have to like it cuz dude spending 60 bucks uh for a single game or 70 bucks for a game, 70, yeah. Spending that kind of money like nowadays, like I I can do it, but I mean I, I basically have to decide, you know, do I like I could maybe buy a couple games a month with like the extra money, you know, that I have left over after bills and all that jazz. It's like, I just need to really like pick and choose what I want, you know? Yeah. Uh, and cause even Microsoft said going forward, um, all the, all the Microsoft published games are $70. Whew. Yeah. But, or you can have game pass cause they all come to game pass. So it's like, you can pay $70 a game or you can just pay your 1499 a month for game pass. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do. I do know what you mean for sure. <laughs> oh man. Oh, so much, so much stuff. Yeah, dude. 20, 2023 and, is going to be chock full of games and a, a huge expansion coming for Modern Warfare Two. Apparently, it'll be a story expansion plus new multiplayer stuff. That's going to be awesome. Yep. That'll be dope. so much. Yeah, it's going to be a good year, man. There's going to be a lot of stuff to play. And I really do I really do want to stream this year. That'd be really fun just to stream like a game. And I think we can do some practice streams. We can stream some well, stuff. Right? I know a, a good website. Uh, it's called yeah. OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> we're, yeah, but we're only streaming waste up content. <laughs> Why? What if I want to be a hot tub streamer? <laughs> you, you can't. You can't. You, you ever seen that guy from Germany that plays Diablo from his hot tub? <laughs> It's weird. He just wears a bubble bikini. And every once in a while he goes, so nice. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> so nice. Oh my goodness, dude. All right. I mean, hey, if you, you got to get the views somehow, right? <laughs> yeah, you got to, you got to, yeah. Hey, look, I'm just out here trying to get my nut. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, dude. Amazing. That's all I got. I, I I got like no game news. I haven't really been paying attention. 
Yeah, I haven't really been paying attention to the news either. Um, I've just been like, like I said, I've been playing a lot of Crisis Core, so that's the this is what I've been focused on game wise. Um, this has just been a crazy season. Like, like I just mentioned, I finally feel like I can breathe a little bit right now and and chill. So that's good to kind of catch my breath and you know actually get ready for another year. Um, so yeah, dude. I mean, but we we kind of talked about some stuff about how to improve the podcast and you know do new things going forward and. Now, uh, the, now the question now we have is: new Are we going to take our own advice? <laughs> we should. We should take our own advice. I have a hot tub. I mean, I have a I have a bathtub, so it's fine. Uh, we can make it hot. Put some peppers exactly. in there. A little capsaicin. Exactly. You know, touch yeah. the water, touch ourselves, whatever. I'll be a bathtub streamer. <laughs> <laughs> just leave. Just leave my daughter's bath toys in the background, so people just have so many questions, and I'm just like, it's fine. Don't worry about it um yeah i don't know oh, man. like man having another kid like you think you haven't figured out because you already have kids and then you have uh-huh. another one and you're just like yo this takes so much time and that's kind of where i'm at it's like it's just taking so much time that i don't have enough free time to play what i want to play or like relax yeah ex- ex- exactly um i've got yeah, I just have, I just have the one dude. And I, I say it all the time. I'm just like, I admire parents that have more than one. I don't know how they do it. I guess you just make it work and figure it out. But just my one is enough to keep me, you know, more than, more than on my feet, more than on my toes. Yeah. But like your one, she is a handful. She is. Yeah. She's very, very independent and uh, very strong willed. And, and you know, the minute, the minute I think I got something figured out, she's just like, I'm going to test, I'm going to test that for you, dad. Here, let's try this. Here, let's try this theory. Yeah, and you're exactly. Like, you're about to lose your life. You want to test that theory? <laughs> it's like you like like what's beyond grounded? Like how far can we go past you're so grounded? <laughs> yeah. So that's a hard grounded. that's a hard part, dude, when you're having to think about like creative ways to to punish your kids so like the message gets through to them, you know? Because I think I feel like every kid you get to that point where you're like, fine, I'm taking away your tablet or whatever. And they just hand it to you and they're like, I don't care. And you're like, what like i gotta do something here you know right my or whatever, uh, whatever it is yeah my daughter beat high on life did she yeah she's beat it twice now nice she really liked it man she she was all about that game do you look up there's a youtube um there's a youtuber that lily and i watch uh every friday he has new videos but his youtube channel is north of the border he okay. makes he makes clay sculptures and a lot of them are video game related, um, like Legend of Zelda, like Kirby, he does all sorts of stuff. But his most recent one, he makes uh, Knifey from High on Life. Dude, have you watched any Knifey clips? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, it's it's absolutely terrible. But he but he makes the knife. And dude, like, you have to watch it because it, it, it looks exactly like it does in the game. And he's oh just so, he's so funny with his narrating, like why he's sculpting his sculptures. Um, and he has some really, really good videos. He'll do like... I made Pikachu, but it's realistic and just stuff like that. Um, and he has some horror ones that are pretty funny. Like he made one with uh, Cookie Monster, like decapitating gingerbread men and just like oh, icing no. everywhere. It's like, it's dude, it's so funny. Like you have to give him a watch, but you, you would like the new one because you like High on Life so much. Dude, I it's not that I like it so much. It's just refreshing because it's a game that's like, yeah, we're going to be super offensive and we don't care. Right. It, it's like, like you, you play you play the game for five minutes like i'm offended and the game is like yep and you're going to continue to be offended here's some more like, like it's it's one of those and it's uh 
like, because my, my daughter is, she, she's, you know, part of the generation that's offended by everything. And I was like, hey, look, when, when you play something like this or view content like this, you just have to shut your brain off. You know? Yeah. I'm like, you can't, you can't go into it being like, well, that offended me because then you lose the humor. You have to be like, this is going to be offensive. Let me try to find the humor in it. Right. Because you know? games like that absolutely make fun of the, the player every chance they get and use like every video game cliche you can imagine i mean you remember um it's an old game at this point obviously but conquers bad fur day on oh the yeah, 64. yeah and yeah, that one's that, tame compared to high life well that game was like at the time though that game was so polarizing like here's this immature game on nintendo 64 where you fight like a giant you know poop monster and you know just like he's like cursing and drinking and just all this stuff and you're like this is a kid's game and you're like no this is, this is not a kid's game yeah the sunflower with boobies yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just like all, all of those, but in like the 64 era, when you know your your parents are used to seeing you play like Super Mario 64 and you know uh, Golden Eye, which I mean that you could debate that. If you debate well, dude, my mom did not, not, but she did not want me playing Golden Eye. No, no, like we we had it, and then she watched me play it once, and she was like, "Nope," and she took it, oh. and uh, and I was like, "Yeah," so I. Like didn't get I had to go to my friend's house to play Goldeneye. I think I showed it to my parents and I explained like, look, when you shoot them, like there's just a little red splotch and like I and I, I think I usually put it on paintball mode anyway, so like you wouldn't see blood. And you know, my parents, like my dad would watch me play games and stuff, and he was okay with me playing it. And we we played it together at like overnight sleepovers and stuff like that when we were younger. Yeah. My mom was just like super against like gun violence. Yeah. Um and plus, like, you know, like when we were growing up, there was like the video games, make your children violent, blah, 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 uh, yeah. rhetoric going on. It was pretty strong. So my mom was like, kept me pretty locked down, you know. Um, and then eventually she stopped caring because I don't know if she realized I wasn't going to turn out to be like a crazy person. Right. But uh, she wouldn't buy video games for me because she just didn't want to know. Sure. So she made my dad do all the shopping. She's like, if he, if, if you're, you know, he wants games for Christmas or whatever, you have to go buy them. I'm not going to do it. And now, and now that you're a parent, you're here on the other side and you're like, you're like, um, what are you watching on YouTube? Like, what is this? Oh yeah, dude, my son doesn't, have, he's not allowed to be anywhere near a computer without supervision. The problem with the stuff Lily likes to watch is that it'll be like, it'll be very different. Like one video from this YouTuber will be perfectly fine. And then the next video from the same YouTuber, I'm like, what, like, what are we watching now? Like, like, no, cha change this. Like there's no consistency in their videos of like the content. So it's, it's not like, Oh, everything they do is fine. It's like, no, you have to watch like every single video. Uh, bro. They have a Diablo four limited collectors box. I don't doubt it, dude. Are you going to go for that? It's only a hundred bucks really yeah there's no game included so this is just the collector's items um you get you looking uh, on the blizzard gear website no gear this is on I ign but you get uh you get a candle of creation an occult mouse pad a cloth map of sanctuary uh pen of the hordrum diablo 4 collector's edition art book and a matted fine art and two matted fine art prints oh wow yeah Dang. Yeah, nine <laughs> of course. The, so the price on the Blizzard Gear website is $96.66. Yeah, of course it is. Dude, that that actually seems like is it still available? 
yeah, you can pre-order it on gear.blizzard.com right now. Dude, that might be that might be kind of worth it. That's a I will say that's a very very reasonable price for a collector's edition because you know the game is going to be let's just say it's let's be optimistic and say they're going to release it for 60 bucks right it might even be 70 but let's just say it's going to be 60 well here's the other thing before you get on price is if the the uh activision deal closes before this launches guess what diablo is going to be on game pass Mm, that's true so so you might not have to pay for it that's true but i'll probably pay for it anyway but but if you do pay for it, I mean, all I was trying to say is you're going to spend like 30 to $40 extra for all of that extra stuff, which is very, very reasonable for a collector's edition nowadays. Yeah. I, I, was cu- I was curious. I looked up the Final Fantasy 16 collector's edition on the Final Fantasy website because uh-huh. um, I've just been on a Final Fantasy kick. It's $350. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, only $350. But yeah, like... Um... Oh, dude, it's a hundred. It's a hundred and nine euro here. That sucks. Because that, like, the euro stronger than the dollar. So oh, okay. Uh, if I buy it from the European website, so it'll actually ship to my doorstep, uh-huh. I'm gonna end up paying like thirty dollars more. Oh, dude, I still might do it. The box, <laughs> looks, the box looks cool. Yeah, man, it does. It's a good, it's a good, uh, good collector's edition for sure. What, what is in this that makes it? Let me look this up, bro. Like they're actual candles. They look neat. <laughs> yeah, I looked at, I looked at the stuff that comes in there. The mouse pad looks cool too. Give me some. That's always fun. It's like give me a collector's edition that has stuff in it that I can use. Yeah, like the Final Fantasy one has a. Statue, of course, Phoenix versus Ifrit, pins, steelbook case, cloth map, bonus weapon. Sorry. Oh, uh, this is not, I don't think this is worth 350 bucks, dude. This is just a lot of random in game items, like in a gigantic statue. Maybe it's the statue that makes it so expensive. Are you gonna buy the, are you buying Diablo 4? I'll buy it, yeah, for sure. So, so the ultimate edition is 100 bucks. Mm hmm. Um, but you get accelerated seasonal battle pass, so it'll have a seasonal battle pass. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a, a a special mount. Oh, that's right, because Diablo is going kind of like a an open world MMO ARPG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get mount armor. There you go, <laughs> mm-hmm. and an emote uh, included along with the uh, all the stuff from the deluxe edition. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see, but that's gonna be a that's gonna be a day one purchase, and that's gonna be a day one play because that game, dude, we're gonna have to start day I, one. And I might even def- take time off work for that. We should definitely stream. I might take time off work too if we're gonna plan on streaming it because we could like we could do you know kind of a zero to level fifty or whatever the cap is kind of a thing and just just stream like a ton. We could actually make time for that, you know, in June. That's far enough out. We can plan for that. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, I'll have to make sure I. I might not be able to stream as much as you because I'll have to help with the newer baby stuff. But well, yeah, I mean, we could still like, like, let's just say that we we can figure it out. But if we take like, let's just say five days off, right? And we just plan on which days we can stream more and can't and that kind of stuff. And we only play together when we're streaming. Then our characters will level together. We go through the story together and just kind of like do a, you know, just stream as Wait, much as we can. So we can, I can't play without you. You can just on a different character. 
Yeah. I mean, because we should we should experience the game together, right? The story together and level up together. Uh, I don't know, bro. You, you, you cheat on me all the time, so. But no, sometimes. Yeah, you, you said you wanted an open gamer relationship. <laughs> so. His name was Otaku from Sing Sing. He's fine. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. His, his gamer tag was, I'm not mediocre. And I'm like, all right, let's go, dude. <laughs> all right. I'm, hey, man, uh, you want to run that dungeon in Destiny? Yeah, man, I just got to level up. Uh, I'm already level 1600. Well, what happened? Oh, I ran a couple raids without you. I already I already beat the game. You don't have this weapon yet? You don't have this legendary? Why not, dude? Oh, oh my man. gosh. I'm so sorry. I, I resolved to be better in 2023. Oh, damn. Jedi Survivor comes out in March too. Oh my gosh! Yeah, oh. which reminds me, I have to, I have to buy, I have to finish buying the original on Steam. I just need to complete the purchase so I can actually beat the original before March. Dude, Hogwarts Legacy comes out in February. Oh yeah. There's so much. That, dude. I know. Oh, Street Fighter Six comes out this year too, and that looks dope. Right? That sounds amazing, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, man. I need to prioritize, bro. But yeah, I feel like once I beat Crisis Core, which I'm going to try to at least get through the story, and I'll probably come back and finish the rest of the missions later. Um, but once I beat that, or maybe even before I beat that, I really I really just am itching to play Star Wars because I started that game, really liked it, got through the first couple worlds of the game, and then I told you, I, was, I had it on PS4 and I was running like garbage on the PS4. Um, so I need to, I need to buy it on Steam so it'll actually run decently. Yeah. For I sure. want to play that. I want to beat that before March because that, that game was really, really fun. A little bit of a Dark Souls vibe to it. And uh, yeah, looking forward to it, man. Well, I think that's I checked our, uh, checked our emails and we didn't have anything uh, today. Um, of course we so... did. No one loves us. No one loves us. us. Love us more in 2023, please. Please. Love us harder and more vigorously. Hit hit us up at dmhhpodcast at gmail.com or that same thing on Twitter. And then we're going to get a Discord started this year so we can you can pick Discord or Dacord. It's up to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. Remnant 2 comes out this year, too. Oh, dang, dude. There's so many games. So <laughs> like, many games. Because that's a day one purchase. Oh yeah, without a doubt. That first game was super fun, man. All right, well, oh, I, sure. I'm gonna be so poor. I know. I know, dude. And there's games on sale right now. Like I just gotta like I gotta save, dude. I gotta save a little bit. Uh, I'll spend the five save bucks or seven bit. bucks on Star save Wars, but like save a little bit of your love. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, this was a good first episode of the year. I mean, this is a good start, and we'll just uh we'll keep going and have a full year worth of podcast, man. Here we go. Here, Here we, we go. go. <laughs> That's been episode. What episode are we on? Fifty-five. 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 Well, this, stay alive. This has been episode fifty-five. Happy New Year to everybody. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week, same time, same channel, and we'll talk. We'll figure out a streaming schedule or something for it this year, and uh, we'll get some new stuff going. So let us know what you want us to play. Uh, yeah, and we'll we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Yes, man. I will play with whatever part of me you want me to. What I mean, because <laughs> you're the anti-hero.
I'm the anti-hero. Um, the problem <laughs> is me. <laughs> and that's why we're ending this podcast swiftly. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Peace. Peace.